Hi everybody and welcome to another Bina 007 10 minute spoiler free movie review and today I'm discussing Trumbo which is the latest glossy Hollywood biopic about one of its own heroes the screenwriter Dalton Trumbo and if you haven't heard of him it's because he was active in the 40s 50s and 60s although not as openly active as he might have liked and the reason is that as many other Americans in the Great Depression. And seeing the rise of fascism, Dalton Trumbo became a member of the Communist Party of the United States, which of course was not illegal. Still isn't illegal, I don't think. But once World War II was over, of course the US was in a Cold War with the Soviet Union, its former ally, and suddenly these citizens, who were legally members of a left-wing party, were seen to be very politically undesirable by certain people. And perhaps surprisingly, some of those people were in Hollywood. I think today it's very easy to think of Hollywood as a left-leaning institution, but I've often thought that it's actually far more right-wing than left. And so we have the fantastic character of Hedda Hopper, played by Helen Mirren, who is a scabrous gossip columnist. And I think the way you have to look at her today is a sort of like the author of TMZ. And she has huge influence. She's also got a son fighting in the war and she is rapidly anti-communist. So she bands together with some of her right-wing Hollywood famous people, such as John Wayne, and basically has these people banned from the studios. She effectively threatens the studio heads who hire them with blackmail. And some of that has a very anti-Semitic tinge, which is rather unpleasant. So, under great duress, threatened with picket lines and lost box office receipts, the Hollywood Ten, as they come to be known, are unemployable and they're subpoenaed by Congress. And when they're put up in front of Congress, in front of a committee which has no constitutional right to ask them their political views, they are asked to name themselves as members of the Communist Party and name their friends, and of course they refuse to do so. And Dalton Trumbo, who at the time was the richest screenwriter, in America and therefore the world, was the man leading this this tactic and subsidising others who didn't have the financial and, as it turned out, maybe the emotional and psychological wherewithal to do that. He ended up in prison and when he came out, he was poor, you know, bankrupt with legal fees, unable to appeal to a Supreme Court that was now right-leaning, and all of his friends that he had led down this path were unemployable too. And so this is the second half of the movie. This is when they decide to utterly subvert the Hollywood blacklist by basically putting out scripts under other people's names and letting them take the credit for it. And at first they're writing hack scripts for the King Brothers, who are these wonderful B-list movie players. John Goodman is fantastic in this film as the as one of the King Brothers and just unintimidatable. He's like, what are you going to do? Threaten me with strikes in the newspapers? The people who watch my movies don't read. It's just a wonderful cameo role. The other thing that Dalton Trumbo does, of course, is write very good quality scripts because he is Dalton Trumbo. And he is the guy who wrote Roman Holiday, won an Oscar for it under a friend's name. He also won an Oscar for The Brave One, um, again under a fictitious name, that he couldn't collect until many years later. He then goes on to work on Spartacus. And this is now 10, 15 years after he's out of prison. And the blacklist is kind of a running joke in Hollywood because everybody knows that those screenwriters are still working under false names. So the people who really rescue him and finally demolish that 
hypocrisy are, it turns out, Kirk Douglas and Otto Preminger, for whom I now have an abiding respect. I also have an abiding respect for the actor who plays Philly in the Hobbit movies because he plays Kirk Douglas, and it's really alarming how similar he looks and sounds to the iconic actor. So everything collapses in a heap of its own hypocrisy. John F. Kennedy goes to see Spartacus, even though everyone knows Dalton Trumbo wrote it. And that's the end of the blacklist, but not without cost. And what I love about this movie is that it's not hagiography. It doesn't make out Dalton Trumbo to be some kind of saint, although obviously he is the hero. It shows very clearly the toll on his own health, the alcohol, the benzedrine. It shows the toll on his family and... Most importantly, it shows the toll on other people around him, Um, not just those who are victims of the blacklist. And there's a wonderfully moving performance by Louis C.K., who plays a much poorer screenwriter whose health is frail and who really suffers. But also uh, the wonderful actor Michael Stuhlberg. He plays Edward Greenberg, who is a very famous actor at the time. And he famously decides to snitch on the Hollywood turn. And I think what's amazing about this film is it shows the weight of guilt he feels for that, but also the difficult position he was put in. After all, he can't work under a pseudonym. He's an actor. He's known by his face. So there's an incredibly even-handed speech at the end of the film that Dalton Trumbo, now old, gives, where he thanks people for supporting him. And he says that there aren't heroes and villains in this story. They're just victims, people who were forced to make choices that the government had no right to ask them to make. And I think that's that's the real message that I take away from this film. And it's a much more nuanced message than I thought I would get at the start of the movie when Hedda Hopfer is clearly made out to be this sort of pantomime villain of evilness. And Dalton Trumbo is this wonderful, wisecracking, brilliantly quotable man. I mean, this film is instantly quotable. I feel it's going to be a quotable cult classic. So overall, Trumbo is a film in which you learn a lot. I learned a lot about Hollywood history, and it's inspired me to read the book upon which it was based. But it's also an incredibly funny film. And what I love about this film is it's it's truly contextual comedy. In other words, Dalton Trumbo is a witty screenwriter, so it's no wonder he has these wonderful one-liners. But his friends are always telling him, like, oh, do you have to say everything like it's this like memorable quote? So it's a very self-conscious film. But it's also a film that I think is in love with a certain period of Hollywood, a certain style of dress, a certain sort of era of studio filmmaking. And I do wonder if it's going to win Oscars, purely because Hollywood does have a track record of loving films about its own history. So I do really wonder if, you know, come January, February, Brian Cranston's going to be sitting there with a gold statuette. And maybe in a sense that will also appease the studio system's collective guilt about the blacklist. And let us not forget, after all, that this wasn't just a Hollywood phenomenon. There were all sorts of people, teachers, doctors, workers, who were put on blacklists in their respective professions and have never had the big screen movie treatment. So in a sense, this movie's for all of them too. So I thoroughly enjoy Trumbo. I think it's a great film. It's just a shame, I guess, if I want to criticise that Diane Lane and Elle Fanning as the wife and daughter of Trumbo have very little to do other than just sort of look supportive and occasionally angstful, but effectively just supportive. That would be a minor criticism. But ultimately, this is a good film. Go watch it. Have some fun with it. If you've seen it and agree or disagree with my take, please feel free to leave a comment on the blog at beena007.com. And otherwise, thank you for listening. I love our country, and it's a good government, but 
Anything could be better. You talk like a radical, but you live like a rich guy. It's like a perfect combination. The radical may fight the purity of Jesus, but the rich guy wins with the cunning of Satan. Your next deal is going to make you the highest paid writer in Hollywood. Where do I sign? Are you not, or have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? Many questions can be answered yes or no only by a moron or a slave. No studio will ever employ a member of the Communist Party. Decent Americans feel that Hollywood is just a haven for overpaid traders. Trumbo has a running time of 124 minutes and is rated R. The movie played the Toronto and London Film Festivals. It will be released in the United States on November 6th, in Canada on November 20th, in France, Italy and the United Kingdom on February the 5th, 2016. Thank you for listening.